Hope all is well. I look forward to getting some more content out to you. What I wanted to talk about today is something that I see so fascinating that happens with a lot of us is that we put a different narrative on a relationship. And it's interesting because I saw this uh, lady's TikTok today and she talked about how she had this friend. She's known her since grade school and her husband had passed away recently. And you guys know how some of this stuff becomes viral on social media. And she was just talking about just dealing with two losses back to back. The loss of, you know, her husband passing away and now this long-standing friendship. And this woman, you know, is, I would say, over the age of 50 or so. So, again, she's had this long-standing friendship. But someone in the comments made a made a a reference to say that, you know, you guys to be friends that long and to break up over a disagreement like that, you know, are you really sure that this person was your friend in the first place? And this brought me to a very interesting thought because this has happened to me. And I apologize if I, as I shift around here. A lot of times we place more value on the relationship than we should. Let me say that again. Oftentimes in relationships, people will put more value on the relationship than really what it's worth. And because that person feels this deepening connection, they don't look at what they're getting in the relationship. They place such a high value on the relationship that they don't see a lot of the red flags that these people don't deem the relationship the same way. I remember years ago, I had this thing where I think I mentioned it on a prior podcast. Like if people were doing things financially for me, I thought it was like a really big thing. I thought they were super invested. And what I realized is to those people, the money was ancillary. It meant very little. The money meant a lot to me because of my state of mind, but they didn't place the same thought on the money. The money was just transactional, if you will. And the thing about it is, Oftentimes, we think we're speaking the same language with people and we're not. We use a lot of the same words, but they have different meanings for different people. And I think oftentimes what happens in a lot of relationships is that maybe at one point in time, you all share the same thought process on the relationship, but one person in that relationship changed. And the one thing about it is that there's that person who kind of feels like, well, I'm not getting all what I need in the relationship. And the other person may just be reaping all the benefits of still having you around. I've seen it in relationships. I've seen it in partnerships. I've even seen it on jobs. And I think this is something that we have to be more cognizant of to understand that there are breaks and little tears that happen before the big ta-da in most cases. And when there's a relationship breakdown. And oftentimes, we want to keep holding on to the memories of what we had in the past with these people. So for example, if you shared a bad divorce story with someone and they were with you, sometimes the urge or the need to change that friendship doesn't come because you think about, well, so-and-so was with me because I went through that bad situation. So therefore, you know, that person really means value to me because they were there during that time. 
And two things can be true at the same time. And we really need to embrace that, that there are people who can be there and hold space for you. And they can also grow apart from you. And that's okay too. And as painful as that may be to understand and digest, it's a heck of a lot more painful staying or uploading into something that's not going to go anywhere or you're not going to get what you need out of it. A lot of times I see this in a lot of heterosexual relationships, and that's the only lens I can come from. I haven't had any different relationships that I can speak of myself outside of heterosexual relationships. And a lot of times women will do all these things under the guise that if I if I do all these things, then he'll put the ring on. He'll see that I'm going to be the best bride. And what happens is that guy continues to keep reaping all the pre-marriage benefits. And then he decides he's going to marry somebody else. And guess what? That lady didn't do half or any of the things that you did. And you're feeling sore and you're feeling ripped off. And the reality is that a lot of times these people showed you how they felt about you in their actions and you chose to believe whatever you wanted to about the situation. And the one thing that we have to do with ourselves is to be honest. I say this all the time. People can lie to one another and that's not okay, but you better not lie to yourself. You have to look yourself in the eye and you need to be most truthful to you and you own yourself that onus. And oftentimes when friendships sunset, it's hard for us to accept because we think about all the good times. And something I'm learning to do in my lifetime is reframe things. And I've had to get to this premise with people I dated in the past, because in my recollection, those people, a lot of them weren't the best people. They weren't people that I have a lot of great, warm and fuzzy memories about. But what I can say is in each of those relationships, at some point in time, I laughed, I joked, we had a good time and they learned something about me that was personal and vice versa. Now, in the end, those relationships didn't work out for a variety of different reasons. And one can say, oh, you just choose the wrong people. Or the other argument is all those people were bad. But as my grandma would say, you know, chew the meat and spit out the bones. In each of those relationships, I learned about myself. I could lie to you and say, oh my gosh, I learned so much about that person. But more so, I learned of what I didn't want to deal with and what I did want to deal with. And that when people show you who they are, you need to believe it. Don't go like an ostrich and put your head in the sand and think, oh, this will just get better in time. It's just a moment in time. A lot of times people are giving you what I call the honeymoon phase in the very beginning of who they are. And then their mask or their real intentionalities start to become more and more pronounced the more comfortable they get around you. And even people who mean well, because that's the thing too. I think that people think that these relationships are somebody spooky and scary and somebody coming to get you and they're doing all these bad things. But a lot of times these bad things or, or, or these people are just people who don't have the capacity to love and care for you on the level that you deserve. And it doesn't mean that the people are bad and it doesn't mean that they're all trash and they have bad ways and they're narcissists or any other catchy labels that we're putting on people blatantly. Sometimes people just outgrow one another. 
And sometimes, a lot of times, we keep people around past their season. And we have to understand that in order for us to grow, we have to let something go. We can't take that old version of us when we met those people into the new version of where we have yet to go. And as we filter ourselves through this lifetime, that you're going to lose people and gain people. It's going to be, man, a crapshoot, or you're going to go home feeling like you brought down the house. It's going to wax and wane. And we have to understand that's part of the human experience here. And it's totally okay to be upset. It's totally okay to understand that sometimes you're not going to get a resolution. I had a situation that happened to me maybe about a year ago, if I'm if I'm recalling this correctly. I had been friends with this young lady for many years. We were even uh, high, maybe a junior high friends. Um, and we got to know each other and, and we kept in contact over the years. As a matter of fact, when I first moved back to my hometown area, I thought she would be one of the first people that we would hang out and do all these things with. And when I would hang out with her, I did enjoy our time, but I felt like there was a wall. I felt like there was something there. I couldn't figure out what it was. She said she had had some things going on with her. Didn't know to the extent of what those things were, but I really just was looking forward to connect with my friend. So my friend at the time sent me some text message about she was having this cookout and I was invited. And at the time I was doing a lot of traveling for work and I said, yeah, if I'm around, I'll come by. I never heard from her yet again. I never heard, hey, why didn't you show up? Or my cookout was canceled. She just fell off the radar. And I remember feeling weird about it because I wanted to call her when it initially kind of fell off the radar. And I didn't because I said, well, you know, maybe something happened and I'll just give it the benefit of the doubt. And this wasn't a person that I talked to on a frequent basis either. This was somebody who we talk every few months, maybe once or twice a year, I would even get a text from her or something. And I remember she was just such an integral part of my life. And then I just felt like over the years, we just weren't as close as I felt like we used to be. And I kept trying to show her, hey, I'm here. I want to be your friend. I'm interested. Look at me. Look at me. And it wasn't happening. And I even, you know, would try to, you know, go out with her and and talk and and just interact with her to let her know, hey, you know, I, I value our friendship. And she just wasn't in the same space. Now, I don't have context from her to say what happened in our communication that really broke her her down from not really being responsive. I can't recall an argument or any episode of our friendship that got explosive. But what I can tell you is her cookout came and went. I finally did muster up the courage to send her a message on Facebook. I never heard anything back. And to date, I haven't heard anything. And I had to make peace with this person doesn't have the capacity to give me the friendship that I need. Notice how I didn't insert She feels this way about me. She's feeling that way because I don't know. And that's the other thing that we need to stop doing. Until you have factual information, you can't infer anything. For all I know, she could have canceled the cookout and she was just maybe too anxious to tell me. 
Maybe she thinks in her mind that I don't want to be her friend. Maybe there's some mental challenges that she's going through that keeps her hidden and not wanting to have friendships that may expose her in some way. I don't know. And I may never know. And I just had to bid that lady peace because it really got on my crawl and spirit. Like I didn't do anything to her. And why would she do this? And you go through the why and the how we're human and we're natural to do that. But I had to get to a point to move forward. Like, Hey, Sean, why are you begging somebody to be your friend? Like if someone wants to show up for you, they will. And you want people to show up who have capacity. And it's not that friends are perfect and they don't have lives and things going on. But this woman clearly, clearly did not have the tools or did not use the tools to communicate with me any of the latter. And she did not clear up any confusion. She invited me and never gave me any further information. And that's the last I heard from her. And I had to let it go. And, you know, at one while, you know, when you go through a situation with a person, you know, they're on the top of the mind for so long. And then I remember one day it just faded to the back. And now I could talk about her and I'm not upset. I wish her the best. I hope things are working out for her. You know, and I I appreciate the times that we did have together. But it just showed me that we didn't have the same perspective on our friendship. And that's what we have to be cognizant about is that we have the wisdom when it's shown to us where people are. You know, that you're not making up some narrative in your mind. You're truly using what you have in front of you to make some decisive decisions on how you're going to move forward in relationship with people based on the information that you're getting, not on the information that your mind is telling you, but straight facts. If you text someone, they don't call you back. If they have commitment issues or they say they want to do things with you, but there's never any follow through, you have to take that as all information. Now, what I've learned to do is not take the information and personalize it to myself. Meaning that I don't globalize it and say, oh, this person must hate Sean's because they didn't do this, that, and the other. I don't know. But I'm not going to sit here and try to fill in the blanks and try to assume what I don't know. And I think in the past, I used to want to be a mind reader, sort (laughs) of, because that's the other thing, too. Do you really want to know all the things that are on people's mind? Probably not. And what you realize is in big picture, a lot of this stuff has nothing to do with you. It's where they are. Sometimes people can't even receive love. Sometimes people can't receive friendships who people aren't seeking out things from. Sometimes people want drama. They don't come out and say it, but it's the truth. When you're too calm and you're not telling your stories about this happened to me this day and this war story and that war story, you get boring to a lot of people. And I admit, I'm pretty boring to a lot of people outside of my travel. You know, I don't have the lengthy girlfriend list of people that I'm hanging out with and we're doing all these things. I'm typically doing things with a handful of people and maybe on a one-on-one basis. And there are a lot of people who, you know, throw me a shout out and say, hey, how's it going? But Most of the time, I'm just I'm just in my own world with the people that 
are currently in my life right now. And the reality is, I don't have a lot to say because there's not a lot to talk about. You know, when you're in this world trying to make a way for yourself, I am not trying to sit on my couch and talk about all the woes of life. And don't get me wrong. I have things going on in my life just like everybody else. But at the end of the day, what I have refrained from is making it a campfire story and talking about it repetitively from person to person. And I think a lot of times people do this, whether they're conscious of it or not. You go through this thing where you tell the first person the story, then you got to tell the second person the story, then you have to tell the third person the story. And and are you doing it to be validated? Are you doing it to be celebrated? Are you doing it because you want accolades? Same thing as validated. But, you know, what is your premise? Why are you, why is this important? And sometimes I do think it's human nature for us to say, hey, I had this experience. I want to share this with you. Can you give me your thoughts and feedback? But everything about our lives isn't that way. It's really not. And the other thing is, too, I don't want to give energy to things that aren't fruitful. There's no need to keep talking and rehashing a bad day. There's no need. Mm-mm. That, that time has happened and passed. And I need to leave the past where it is in the past. Because in the present moment, I've moved past that. And I don't want to pick up on those vibrations that will make me think about how I didn't like how I felt and all the negative things surrounding it. So when you also get to that point, that also limits the people that you talk to. Because a lot of people want to stay in problem land. They do. And and people will tell you differently, but they really do. People will get off on thriving on woe is me. And I know that sounds really mean, but it's the truth. And I remember I had this thought and this thought was about a year or more ago. And it was like, so what are you going to talk about once you lose the weight, once you get to your, your weight goal? Because at that point in time, everything was contingent on me losing these magical pounds back then. At that point in time, you know, things were where they were because I was at this place, but I needed to get to this other place. And then once I had that epiphany that, okay, I made my goal. I've lost a significant amount and I'm happy with the results and I'm maintaining and continue to to work my program. But there's more to life than talk about the scale and the, the clothes that didn't fit at one point in time. And I am still celebratory at the same time because it's a new thing for me. I haven't been in this current weight for years and years, so it's relatively new. But I've also decided not to let people rain on my parade either because people are really good for when you make your goals and you do them. Because a lot of people... They love you to life, but they've heard you talk about these goals forever. And this is still relative to the friend situation, because a lot of times what happens is a lot of people will hear you say the same thing year after year, and they go along with you because they're your friend and they want to be supportive in the best way they can be, right? 
No one's going to say, oh my gosh, Sean, you've been working out since the day I met you. And I had to get to this point where I decided for myself that I am going to be happy for Sean, that I am so excited of the person that I become. Because what I realized is that that version of me doesn't exist anymore, that my mindset had changed. It wasn't just that my body physically changed, but my mindset and all the behaviors around this version of myself are so different. And that's the difference. A lot of times people change their mindsets, which will reflect how they show up in relationship with other people. And that's good, bad, or indifferent. You know, if you're doing something great and it's productive and it's healthy mentally and all the things, then that translates into so many other things. But when you're not that way, it also translates negatively too. But it also takes certain people away because those people were with you when you were that version of yourself. So therefore, they don't often have the the capacity to support the newest version of you. Some of the closest people have not said, liked, commented on any of the changes I've made physically. And they're drastic changes. Not one damn thing. Not one. And someone can argue, oh, you know, they're happy for you. They just, you know, may not choose to say anything because they're with their struggle. One thing I know for certain is that we are all hardwired as as, as different human beings. We're not all the same. But the one thing I can say about myself is when I'm truly happy for people, it's me coming from that place of fullness within myself. And sometimes I have to realize that when people don't feel good about who they are, they can't be good about who you are. Now, some weirdos like myself, I went through pure hell and one of my good friends met the love of her life and was getting married. At no point in time did I want to switch places with her. I just wanted my private hell to stop. And what I had to learn is that everybody isn't like me. Some people can only deal with the old version of who I was. And this newer version won't entertain certain things. I just won't. I don't give myself the excuse of stuff. I have to make sure I get it done and I move things forward. And the old me would come up with all the barriers. And the new me is solution oriented. And the new me doesn't want to talk about the numerous problems of the world and all the things that are going on. Because I do to a certain degree, but I do it in a very small box. And see, that old version of me would be stuck on a topic. I would be stuck on what we're seeing on social media and I would want to chomp at that even further and I want to dissect it. And I don't think some of those things are wrong to do because I do think as part of our nature to be reflective and to think about how the things that are happening in society, how they impact us. But I just had to get to a point with my talk that it wasn't just grounded in pain. 
but it wasn't uh, so positive and Pollyannish that it was toxic as well. And just to have balance and to not give it a long platform. So I hope that when you are going through shifts with people, you realize that the version of yourself that was within this relationship may have changed. So therefore, the people around you may have changed. The other component is too, is that sometimes the people in relationship with you don't deem the relationship on the same footing. They don't have the same respect for it. I don't care if you've known them all your life. Sometimes these people will give you glimpses that they're tolerating you, that they're not really into you, but you serve a function to them. Whether you're the person that hears all their bad news, whether you're the person that they could talk about certain subjects with, sometimes you you serve a void for that person and you're not really getting the fruit that you need out of the relationship. And these people are good. They'll throw you a couple of carrots and you're thinking, oh my God, they really, they really like me. But the sacrifice of what they're giving you is so small that you don't really see in the big picture. You're not really getting fed. So in closing, understand that everything has its time and place and that enjoy and embrace the time and space that you have with people and have the courage to move forward when those things have definitely changed. And give yourself grace and be human and mourn when things transition because it's within your right to feel sad and to ruminate for a little bit. Just don't stay there. And when the door closes, allow for new things to come in. And allow for a friendship or a relationship that really feeds you, that really gives you what you need. I hope this was fruitful for someone. And as always, you could listen to any else, anyone else's podcast, but you decided to listen to mine. So I appreciate it. I thank you so much for your listenership. Namaste, friends.